Hello, everyone. Welcome to those good old-fashioned values. Hi. And folks, Ty and I like the band Radiohead. Oh, I thought they were called we are... Radiohead, and they liked uh, horses and junk, cows, ropes, yeah. <laughs> the hats. That uh... I mean, not to. I don't want to get like too political on this show, and I do. They're not. They don't fit ten gallons. That's like the size of a tub. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're maybe a gallon if you're lucky. A gallon and a half hat. No. Maybe. No, no. Unless, are you talking about like a fucking Doug Dimidome hat? Because otherwise, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's a getting gallon like and a half. maybe a couple pints. All right, you know what? How many, let's, let's look this up. How many gallons in a 10 gallon hat? I'm sure okay. somebody's done it, right? Okay, one of the one of the autofills was how many gallons in a ten gallon tank? Like fuck you, man. Oh, it's only three. It's less than a gallon. It's they're saying like a ten gallon hat three quarters holds only a, about three quarters of a gallon. Wow. Okay. There's that's, no way that I can sucks. Say this much that gallon is still a like a word, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. It's not, already not looking very weird. Yeah. Yeah. No. Really weird. Doesn't doesn't look real at all. I, I'm having doubts that it ever was a word. Yeah, no, it doesn't look right. Like, I don't think, I don't think, I don't, yeah, that's never been said before. So we're just going to rather, like, we're not going to do the usual tier list format or whatever. We're just going to go through the discography of the mainline Radiohead albums. And we're just going to talk about them, our thoughts on them. And maybe yeah. give like a ranking and a favorite track on them. We're, we're not going to do like B-sides because... Frankly, I just don't care to. I, I know that a lot of them do have good songs on them. I enjoy quite a few songs on them. I really don't want to get too, too fucking arcane on this one. So, yeah, no. If you, if and you also ask, I have not. honestly, it would be funny to do a follow up episode that's just the B sides and like kid amnesia. Yeah, no. That would be tight. Maybe we should do that. It's in like live versions or something. But uh, yeah, we're just going to go through the main line personal like the the mainline radiohead albums and talk about them so let's start with pablo honey you know what gets a bad rap it does i 100 percent agree it's not amazing but it's it, it's got good songs on it it's, it's got some really good songs yeah, it's on got it. a number of good songs and i think that people i i think that people are very very quick to dismiss it as just like Oh, you know, it's just whatever fucking like whiny, kind of like grunge inspired, uh, like, you know, kind of punk of the day. And I don't, I think that there's definitely elements of that. Like, I think that there are some songs like that I'm not huge, huge on that kind of do go along those lines. I'm thinking uh, Stop Whispering, kind of uh, not a big Prove Yourself fan. But I, I think that in a lot of the songs, like in more than I think any of the haters give it credit for, you can see a lot of the DNA of what would become, at the very least to me, like the two, the two central things I look for in like a classic Radiohead song is like a kind of ethereal melodic sense and uh, kind of instrumentational, especially electronic instrumentation, exper like experimentation in like what uh like discarded or some of the less sought after sounds of that medium can do and i you see a lot of that i think mostly with with like the guitar on a lot of these songs but like a lot they play with feedback they play with like weirder noises a guitar can make and i i think yes that is enough of a through line where i can listen to this whole album and be like this is radiohead you know? Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of Dinosaur Jr. influence with, like, the insane, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. scrunchy feedback in it. There's a lot of pixies in it. Honestly, the fact that this album, it's made by these, like, world-class musicians, but they're so very clearly trying to escape their influences is really, like, it's kind of See, adorable to me. I don't, I, don't know know if, I don't know if they were, I don't know if you call them world-class at this time. Like, I, because I, I do yeah. think a lot of that, I think they all know how to play their instruments. I think they're all very talented. I think Tom York has... You can even see now that he has what will become the most fucking haunting voice in popular music for a couple decades, like in him. But I don't I really think that like the the whole long like period they kept themselves holed up and they started playing around with shit. I really think that like and, and also just the following what, like twenty years of musicianship, I think that's what got them to be world class. I don't think that like Yeah. 
I don't I don't think any of them are bad. I think they're all better at playing their instruments than I am and then a lot of like you know like I I'm never going to be like oh I could probably fucking I could probably make this but like I don't think you have to like be lay all of their later success on this album but I think it is fun to see like look at it as a place that the ideas germinated out of and like like yes. pick out the little pieces that then grew into like you're saying the world class musicianship Yes. Uh, we have to talk about the elephant in the room, which is Creep, uh, the big hit. Uh, what do you think of Creep? It's a great what song. Do, what do you th- yeah, it's real. Okay, good. I understand why they were pissed off. I think that if anything, and not obviously we're not in the same, but I think there are episodes of this or, you know, sub-series of this where I'm like, I this shouldn't be what we're known for. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I get it. I get the idea. And I... Because this was the biggest fucking world in the or song in the world, and I get, <laughs> I get not wanting to have to live up to it, even when you've become much better musicians. But like, fact is, it's the catchiest song on that fucking album. It's it is clear why it became. I think you could. I don't know if it's my favorite. I think uh, "How Do You" is up there for me. I think "Lurgy" is great, but objectively, like if a song was going to blow up and sustain your further musical career it would be creep off this album like yeah i yeah. have you seen the uh the patrice o'neill bit about creep yeah, i was just, i just showed it to my girlfriend today. <laughs> yeah no I, the first time i saw that like i didn't know the joke and when like the guitar revved up i kind of did a little yeah. head bang and then he started going yeah. white people yeah. connect yeah. white yeah. people yeah. love that and I'm, it's like we do it's the, do. the funniest fucking line in that entire thing and it is composed almost entirely of funny lines is that he's like uh White people love being like I. I didn't own slaves, but but I'm a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that is all time great bit. And oh, I'm fuck. I creep rock. Yeah, I I swear to God, I was watching that 45 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah no, I was watching that on the way to the gym today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, my favorite song on this one's actually a uh, rip chord. Rip that one good. has always stood out to me as it's like this very weird like power pop it's like really straightforward for the type of stuff they would yeah. do later but it's got this great like kind of herky-jerky like stop start riff based momentum that they never really do again so no but there's a lot of good stuff on here i, I think it's not like not top shelf i'm thinking i'm, I'm calling it like six out of ten ish but if we you know were to do a good tier album. list i would say a solid like c tier yeah. yeah, I honestly like it more than some of the stuff we're going to talk about later. Um, so I'm excited to hear which ones you're thinking of because yeah, I I can think of maybe like two albums I would put above or put, I would put below Pablo, and that's that's yeah. like a big maybe. Yeah, no, it's we'll see, we'll see. I, I wish I had, there's a couple albums I wish I had time, more time to spend with before we recorded this, but. Yeah, uh, I, we'll I see. agree. I, for full disclosure, I have not spent nearly enough time with Amnesiac, or I'm honestly going to say Kid A also. So let's move on to the bet. What would you rate? What, like, or you don't have to do a rating, but if you want to, oh, you said uh, like mid tier. Oh, uh, if we're doing it out of 10 for Pablo, maybe like a, like a 6.5. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's reasonable. Yeah. All right, let's do um, let's do the, the bends. bends. So, really good. Uh, the bends you know, is my can... second favorite Radiohead album. Oh, that's inter- That's really yeah. interesting. Since the bends, like, I can put it on, and it it's it's probably like the most consistent of their albums. If that makes any sense, like yeah. it's well, it's got a really consistent sound. I don't know. I don't know. And about, you mean like consistent quality wise, or like consistent like tone wise uh like a little of both like tone wise really it's very like oh okay we'll go I mean, no, I, I see where you're coming from but like and i okay i will say that there is like a mood that permeates a lot of the bands and i think that's why i like it is because and also just because i love radiohead but i i also have i i think you know i have pretty straightforward taste like i'm not super I don't like super complicated music that much, which is very funny that like Radiohead is such a big thing for me. But I, I think you have a much more, I think you have a, a much more varied and like complex background with music. 
And so I, I can see why, like, I, I don't know. I'm, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I, I like this because, like, it, it is, like, it feels almost like, I want to say, a collection of songs that, like, all were clearly written by the same band, but, like, are not, there's not, a, a like, a whole overarching, it's just, like, it, it is more like a like a more like a just a fucking like album you'd like listen to on mtv or whatever yeah it's it's very it's like and i don't mean this in like a negative way it's like probably just their most straightforward album like it's their most direct it's just (laughs) got a bunch of you know just solid very brit poppy songs um you know they're they're a lot less punk influence there's a bit more of like a kind of sound that's a little more like influence on I don't know. I, I maybe not punk as much, but like there's definitely. Sorry, I you say what you're saying. Oh no, I was about to say. I mean, like the punkiness, like it's still there in a couple of tracks, like you know the title track. Yeah. Um, but I'm really thinking of like you know Planet Telex, for example. That's got a very pulpy, like pul- like the band Pulp or whatever. Yeah. That kind of like '80s, early '90s Britpop sound. And then there's a little bit more of. I guess, like, just straightforward. I almost want to say, like, 60s pop sound for, like, high and dry or what have you. Yeah. Um, but I, it, it is clear that they're, like, moving beyond. I, I think what was a kind of unified sound that, you're right, did have, like, that kind of punk influence, did have that kind of grunge influence in Pablo Honey. But yes. I, I don't think it's fair to say that, like, and I, I know you were, I know you're making a generalization, but, like, there are enough, like you're saying, in the bands who are, like, fucking Iron Lung, most certainly. Um, Sulk, I think. Well, now, Sulk is a little bit more Britpop, but, like, I do think there is still definitely that punk root that shines through in, like, a good handful of songs on the album. And that's what I kind of like is because, like, it feels like a transitional track between... And again, because they took so much fucking time, like, with the rest of the albums that come out. But I I think that you can really see them moving from that kind of, like, very, very singular, like, punk sound they had in Pablo Honey to the weird fucking robotic, like, 1984 shit that they do in OK Computer. Yeah, yeah. And I think that, I think that this is like, this is like the fucking missing link. Like, and, and I like, I think I like the bands because it is kind of like just the awkward kid. Like it is, I, yes, this, no. and, this and Amnesiac are like, I think the ones, and you can maybe make a case for King of Limbs also being in that, but that's, that's more because they were like trying something that didn't really work. But I just like, if, cause it is kind of like an awkward little jumble of songs. And I think that there's something endearing about that. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree. It is very transitional between the two sounds one thing that they really did lock into here that would be crucial coming later on is they figured out some cool fucking drum tones for this yes. and drum sounds for this like high and dry so good. there's a part of that song that i'm like this is getting a little cold play-ish but the like the drum like they've got this kind of chemical brothers they're not contemporaries with cold play but they are definitely coming from the same fucking pond in that like that makes sense yeah yeah. Yeah, no. And I it feels well, bad because cold like cold play not, just they were more two thousands than nineties, right? Yeah, they ripped yeah, them yeah. off, basically. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, no, but I like high and dry, like yellow is just a straight like crib of high and dry. It's so funny to rip off Radiohead right as they stop doing like that shit. Yeah, it's like, like oh, like, found like, a moment. It, like, it would be like stealing like the Cadillac converters off of a car that just got, got, got turned into a plane. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I say yeah. Cadillac converters. Fucking idiot! You did say Cadillac. I'm converters. a Cadillac. Dumb asshole. No, I, no, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's like Radiohead. Radiohead discovered like Aphex Twin, and then like a hundred bands were like, "This is our moment. This is our yeah. moment right now. We're gonna gentrify <laughs> the shit like out join, of these guys." It'd be like joining the Groundlings on like season two of SNL. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like they already yeah they've moved on yeah it would be like it would be like i don't know it would be like making like early beatles songs in 1975 yeah exactly like ripping off i want to hold your hand in the middle of like like when they had already made sergeant pepper yeah yes a hundred percent um i don't know this is a good album though i, I do really album. like it 
it's it's very like it's very easy for me like i was listening to it while i was doing work yesterday and it was just very consistent very pleasing like you know it i, I kind of like obviously weak moments but what do you what do you kind of like I think I'm less enthusiastic about it than you because the Radiohead stuff I like is when they really kind of just start like going like out there later, yeah, exactly. later on. And, and, and this is a lot is less out there. The th- I think that's honestly like, I don't want to say a fundamental debate between Radiohead fans. I think a lot of Radiohead fans fall on that end. But I think that like partially because I just have kind of like fucking pedestrian tastes and partially because I was I really came on the Radiohead by myself um, with like a little help from my dad playing in Rainbows. But like, I think that we are coming at this from two drastically different directions where it's like, I like the kind of like straightforward, like uh, n- not even structured, but you know what I mean? I, like, I like the kind of like traditionally structured songs and you like the weird shit. And I think that that's going to be like a fun tension. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of which, um Wait, let's what, talk what, about no, let's, okay computer. i think i think we should do like a favorite song and an outrating for oh each yeah. Album. yeah duh my dumb my dumb ass uh <laughs> it's kind of hard to pick a my yeah my dumb ass was ready to talk about the computer album um <laughs> you know my fat ass thought okay computer was this album <laughs> uh i think my favorite song might Backshot sounding like fitter happier <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, backshot sound, backshot sounding like the first song on uh, Amnesia. Backshot, backshot sounding like the feedback on my iron. <laughs> uh, backshot sounding like Fifteen Step. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I didn't want to see that was the first one that popped in my head too. I didn't want to go there because we haven't gotten them rainbows yet. Tr- tr- yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think okay. Favorite song, tricky. I think I'm going to go with. My Iron Lung, I think. I think that one's going to be my, my poll for this. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I could have... It was kind of that between title track and uh, Just. Those were like all the really? ones I could have gone for. Yeah. I See, um, I, I like the bands. I, Bones and Just are the two that kind of lose me on this one. Yeah, Just, I think... I just It kind of reminds me of Smashing Pumpkins, who I really like. Yeah. It's got, it's got like... It's their like... just It's so ro- like rocky. I don't know why, but I'm going to give this album like a... With the with the caveat that this is like a higher score for me than most people, I'm giving it yes. like a solid seven out of ten. This is a good album, recommended, thumbs up. Yeah. I like it. I'll throw it on again later. Yeah, uh, I think it, it's very tough for me to choose a favorite because I do think uh, the that three song run from I, Iron Lung to Black Star is one of my favorite in music, straight up. Like, yeah, I I think it feels like choosing the favorite kid. I I think mine is. It, for a it's long, easy. long time, it was black. Yeah, it's like Sophie's Choice. It's like, damn, this could have been fifteen minutes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, uh, I for a long, long time, I would have told you it was Black Star. I really do think it's bulletproof. Should I do Sophie's Choice? But one of the kids just sucks. <laughs> it's just a Sophie, bad they kid. call it Sophie's Easy Choice. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like a it's like a kid that like feeds bugs to other kids. Just yeah. like, get them out of here. Yeah, just <laughs> not the Nazis were like freaked out. Like that was way too easy for yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> just like one perfect kid and one just like gimpy kid. <laughs> you yeah, one shitty kid. It's like yeah, just like just like fucking Quasimodo ass. <laughs> so, yeah, take him. Like, you see, it's like now, now, Fraulein, you must choose which child is going to live, and it like pans on like her perfect little like wide, doe-eyed like daughter. And she's like, please, Mama, don't choose me, and that pans over, and she just has like a fucking little like rat, like with one eye as a kid, just like hunchback, just like fucking one arm's like you won't give me another. away, Mama. You gonna choose me? <laughs> Mama, don't choose me. Mommy, I don't want to die. Choose immediately. The Nazis it, are like, uh. And they called it Sophie's 10 second choice. <laughs> Sophie's snap decision. Yeah. They called it Sophie's not really a choice. Yeah. Well, what do you, what do you rate the Benz? Honestly, and I know this is more at a sentimental value than personal, like than than like the actual objective quality. I'm giving it like an eight, eight point five. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. It's, it's just it. I think it is obviously not my first Radiohead album. It's not like my best Radiohead album. It is, I think, honestly, the one I've spent the most time with, like total. Um, I don't know. I just it's like my it's like my shitty little Sophie Gimpson. Yeah, of an album, you know. <laughs> 
So, okay, computer. I, I kind of go back and forth on this one yeah. depending on the day. Like, I, I there are some times where I'll listen to it and I'm like, this shit rocks. This is my favorite Radiohead album. And there are some days where I'll listen to it. It's like overrated, overhyped. Yeah. Just not feeling it at all. Like, it, it really is like day dependent for me. And it, I will say like... Hearing it after those first two albums, I think, was big for me because you get to see, like, oh, they, like, leveled up with songwriting. Like, they were, like, doing these, like, prog rock interludes and, like, tempo and key signature or time signature changes. And they were doing, like, you know, they were... I'm sure there's a couple, yeah. Yeah, they were really flexing their muscles with, like, their ability to write, like really complex pieces and it's so funny that they were like we're not a prog rock band it's like motherfucker this is prog rock yeah this is literally like this is just the definition of prog rock just because just because you you even have like the same subject matter as pink floyd like come on now you're saying you're not a prog rock band i'm actually thinking you're yes yeah (laughs) (laughs) um no I think honestly, I think it's just straight up because, like, for some reason, the British press has just always hated prog rock. They that always makes just think sense. It's like they're the, right too. Yeah. Yeah, it's like this is the gayest thing in the world. Did the British press have a friend who was really into prog rock? <laughs> Probably. They like every single member of the British press like had to like sit in a fucking like awfully lit dorm room and yep. listen to Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, and it's like, yeah, I'm gonna hate this for the rest of my life now. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I'm not going to put it on blast, but one of a, a favorite guest of this show is a big prog rock fan and uh, has left me kind of cold on it <laughs> because of how much I've had to listen to him do it at karaoke. <laughs> and frankly, I am if you have never heard someone do a 14 minute song at karaoke, you don't feel the way about prog rock I do. Yeah, no, that's that is rude to do. Like, unless you are a world class singer. He's a very good you singer should... for what it's worth. But... Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's still it's still it still feels rude. And it's it's not even funny in the way like playing a 15 minute song on touch tunes is funny. I think it's, it's funny uh, to do it once. I'd love to do Maybe I'd love to do life, a song that yeah. has like a nine minute instrumental break in it, like I've Sister Ray or something. <laughs> that would be really Maybe not tight. nine minutes, but I've, I've definitely done some hefty instrumental breaks. It's yeah, so funny because um, we do karaoke like a bunch of comics uh, every Monday after after the open mic that I run. And you will always see like you you can always tell even if like you're not part of like who are the comics and who aren't because whenever there is like a too long instrumental break if they're if it's comic they'll always be like so what are you guys doing how are you at like in the middle of the instrumental break like trying to do crowd work yeah yeah <laughs> just like, you're, do, you're, you're, you're waiting for like 32 measures so you have to like well you know how are you doing hey but you know what do you do for a job like <laughs> last time i did karaoke like there was an instrumental break in the song and I should have done that because I was just so fucking nervous that I just was just kind of like nodding my head there for about 45 That's a good point. You should have been better at karaoke, yeah? I really should have been better. No, I was fine singing the song. I was just like during that one part, I was just like... Singing the song is only like a third of karaoke. It's mostly about stage presence. Okay, yeah, that is true. So anyways... Let me me give my... Yeah, go ahead. Are you finished with... Like your thoughts on it or would like did you have more to I just wanted to say last listen, which was yesterday, it clicked really well, but that it, it changes like the wind for this album. Yeah. It okay computer has always left me cold. And I don't I don't like that because there are a lot of songs I really love on it. I think Airbag's great. I think those the first three songs. I go back and forth like you do on the whole album I do on Paranoid Android. There are times where I'm like, oh, this really fits together. And there are times where I'm like, this song is doing three different things. And it's doing like one of them well, you know, but mm. I, I think, I think when I'm feeling it, those first three are really, really strong for me. Karma Police, obviously great. No surprises, beautiful. Climbing up the walls, solid. But just, there's something about the album that just never comes together for me. And, and I don't. I don't know why, and I wish it. I wish it worked better for me. But like in the same way, I think that, and we'll get to it. People say like "Hail to the Thief" is a bunch of good songs, and then the rest of an album. You know, yeah. That is always how I felt about OK Computer, and I, I don't. I get that. Like in the context of '97, it was probably fucking revolutionary, and I, you can definitely see like uh, the parts of the fucking album where people are like. 
you would like people back then would be like i've never fucking seen anything like this especially like in popular music like what the fuck is going on oh this is so crazy this is revolutionary this is you know revelatory but i don't coming back at it with 25 years of hindsight it's just never it's never it's never it's never worked for me and i feel bad about that i will say I like the album a lot, and I'm going to give it a higher score than you. It is still For like sure. kind of overpraised. Like, oh, I, well, the, the, it, it would be. I think there's one Radiohead album that deserves like the hype it gets. Like of like their big hype albums, I really only really think it's it's in Rainbows. I think like a lot of the ones that people are like, oh, this is crazy, this is amazing. Like they're putting it a solid like point and a half, two points higher than it than it really should be. Yeah, I I will say like this is like the number two album of all time on Rate Your Music, and I'm like, all right, calm that's, down, guys. This is a, that's a little. Uh, I think it's to Pimp a Butterfly. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Let me check if that's still true because that's like when that happened. I was like, we need to get rid of. I'm these becoming things. like a Maoist third worldist after that. <laughs> it's one of the. Like, I'm like the white devil needs to pay. Yeah, no, yeah. that is it's. I don't even like mind that album. It's just so it's funny fine, that like but... white people were just like, "Oh my god, dude! He 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 combined hip hop and jazz. Fucking it's never been the, done not... before." Kendrick's great. I feel like so much of the response to him were a bunch of like white nerds who like did weed a couple times, looking at Kanye fans and being like, "Hold my beer," you know? Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Yeah. Well, yeah, I get. It was also like this early twenty tens thing. Fucking... Kendrick's fine. He's not. He's not. He's not Kanye. No one's Kanye. Like, <laughs> I just wanted to say. Also, like, it was also the early 2010s thing where it yeah. was like, I think it was I, I, a friend of my chat, a uh, friend of the show, Charlie said like. 2010 was the first time white people realized that rap music doesn't sound like the Donkey Kong rap. Yeah. So <laughs> they heard like rap music with production. And they were like, yeah. Fuck. So, so much of like the time, but like of the first Obama presidency was just people looking at having a black man as president being like, oh shit, I got to learn more about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. No, I, um, I can, I can see yeah, God, the top 11. So. The top, the top five is, yeah, To Pimp a Butterfly is number one, OK Computer is yeah. number two, and then they have MF Doom at number four. Shut White up. people need to be stopped, man. I, this is going to be fucking sad. I have never got MF Doom. I, I think he's all right. Like, he's I like, he's some... fine. But it, the, the, the fucking, I'm sorry he died from eating mac and cheese or whatever, but like, he was not, he was not like a fucking heavyweight. I, just... <laughs> I, and like, I don't I don't know if it's just like all the people who liked him are the same people who like professional wrestling and that was just that overlap because he wore silly costumes or whatever. But like, I really don't fucking understand it. So I will say, um, OK, computer, I, I like I, I get what you're saying. Like there yeah. are more weak links and duds and just general like sequencing kind yeah. of like issues with it that more people give it credit for like. What like the tourist for example? That's a song that's just that does not work for me yeah, at all. Electioneering the doesn't work for me. Really lackluster. Yeah, electioneering everyone, pretty lackluster. Everyone shits on fitter, fitter, happier, and I get why it is there like thematically, but it doesn't make it any more fun to listen to. Like, and you know what? I've got to be honest. Um, I know you singled out this one as one of the ones you like. Yeah, I'm not wild about subterranean homesick alien. <sighs> yeah, I don't know Man. why. I, I it just it's I, I think it's too like I think like the high points on this album it it it's not as pretty as no surprises and it doesn't have like the insane like revving into gear shit that the first two tracks do it just doesn't <sighs> it hasn't clicked for me see I, I think I like subterranean the homesick alien more because like it, it is doing a similar thing to no surprises which is a song I also like but it is not it's honestly not as lullaby feeling like it feels like a song that like you can sink your teeth into and not fall asleep during which i think is i love about no surprises i love that like it is so soothing it feels like you're on a fucking like boat and like a like a you know slowly moving river or whatever that's great but i think i like subterranean homesick alien because it's kind of like uh do you remember in that episode of spongebob where spongebob had like his tall fuck up cousin and you're like, yeah, he's not SpongeBob, but they they have a like a similar thing going on. I don't remember that. No. Okay, well, for those who do remember that episode, that's kind of how I feel about Subterranean, where it's like, yeah, it's not SpongeBob, it's not no surprises, but 
it's doing what it's what it is it is like a more i guess it's a rougher version of that song and i think that there is something about because no surprises is a fucking like i'm not gonna say a perfect song it is a very very well made song and i think that i can i this is also me revealing that i like a lot of the shaggy dogs like those are my favorite like the you know the fucking songs you do not get enough love that's why fucking hail to the thief is is so big for me but I feel like it is more interesting than No Surprises because there is more to like interact with there. Does that make okay. any sense? Yeah, I can see that. No, yeah. it does. It does make a lot of sense. I'm going to say also, I'm going to give this album 8 out of 10. My favorite track. Okay. Kind of. I didn't mention this when you had your little rant about it, but favorite track with a bullet is Paranoid Android. Just the, oh, I don't I, know. Again. Nope. That might. I get it. I I understand it. I I. I'm never gonna get mad at someone for throwing praise at it. It's just it. And it's, I, I'm also I'm also not a huge fucking fan of Bohemian Rhapsody. Like I'm sorry. Oh, I'm not either. That's yeah. also kind of funny. I, I don't I don't like Bohemian Rhapsody that much. But this one, like, I don't know. It's just got enough. Like, I don't know. It lets the good parts cook for longer than Bohemian Rhapsody does, and it it's a lot more adventurous too. Like it's got all these discrete different parts. And like, whenever I'm like, okay, it's going on a little too long. Then they rev up like the big, like uh guitar heavy part. And I do love how weird uh, and like, you know, out there it gets near the end. So I really do love, that's my favorite track from the album. Sure. What's yours? Uh, I oh, That's tough. I honestly, it has never been, I think it's easy to say karma police, but I think, on this listen, I realized a an appreciation I had not felt before. I feel like in this moment, it's airbag. Airbag. Okay, that's yeah. a good pick too. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good one. It. I, I will say, there's that conspiracy theory that you could like mesh this album in rainbows and make like a new super album, which is one of the funniest dumb guy like you know uh, Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon, Wizard of Oz shit. But yeah. at the same time, like Airbag does sound a lot like Fifteen Step to me for some reason. That's like so, I don't yeah. know what it is harmonically, but there is something there. Okay, what would you what would you give the album? <laughs> I'm gonna be you're gonna hate it like a six point five. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Um, I really like. I, it it coheres. I will say that's the kind of the best I can say for it. Is you you listen to the whole thing and it's clear that this is an album that was made to fit together. And I, I like a couple of the songs off it, but it really, I, it really just does very little for me. Okay, no, that makes yeah. sense. Kid A. Uh, so again, hearing this in context, you realize like, oh, they did like a hard hard 180 yeah. like you know some of the, so much of their later stuff like kind of meshes like the rockier stuff with the electronic stuff so fluidly like it's easy to like kind of slot this in as a radiohead album in hindsight yeah. but this one like hearing this in 2000 crazy out of left field it's kind of it's pretty so, nuts uh, how old were you in 2000 35 oh 35. i see <laughs> yeah <laughs> No, you know what I'm saying though. Yeah. It must have been nuts if sure. uh, you know. Yeah, when I was when I was uh, you know, lying in a crib, uh, and my parents played this for me after introducing me to the first three Radiohead albums, I cried in a way to indicate that I thought this was an interesting change of pace for the yeah. band. It's like uh, yeah. <laughs> you're yeah, like everyone's like, "Oh man, I cried listening to the Kid A." You were like, "I cried listening to the Kid A too," but this is because my diaper was dirty and I needed help with that. <laughs> yeah. I was I was having trouble sleeping yeah, yeah. and I was generally cocky as a child. Bro, this album made me so colicky. <laughs> Yo, my colicky ass thought this and amnesia were the same album. Or amnesia were the same album. <laughs> Bro, my um, colicky ass thought this was a chicken nugget. <laughs> Sorry, my colicky ass thought this was a pureed chicken nugget. No. All right, whatever. In, no, in all, so in all seriousness. Yeah, that, that was a pretty good. That was good. Uh, I just, I just wanted to say that this was actually my like introduction to Radiohead. Kid, oh like, really? In in high school, we had a very cool uh, like jazz band teacher, and he like Less had you. like a yeah. jazz arrangement oh, sorry. of everything in its right place. Oh, that's cute. That we played, and yeah, yeah. and uh, I I like went back and listened to Kid A, and like you know being like. 14 years old at the time and having only heard like, you know, yeah. radio alt rock and pop music. I was like, yeah. 
holy shit, man, yeah. this is crazy. They, they, wow. Was this, uh, was this before or after he molested you? Uh, he's a nice man. Very nice man. Okay. Well, then his name was. Well, now that you made the molestation joke, I'm not saying his last name. Shh. No, just first, last name, social. What, uh, uh, where'd you grow up again? Richmond. And your high school? <laughs> Look, listen to our back catalog for that. And, uh, and his name again was, uh, it was Mr. Ty's dad. It was Ty's dad. That was the name my of my jazz teacher. teacher. My dad's a radio man. So I really like this album. I will say now that I have listened to some of the stuff that they're influenced, like they were influenced by and just heard a lot more electronic shit from this oh, era. Oh yeah, name seven. Um, let's see. Aphex Twin, uh, Uncle... Uh, Global Communication, um, Audiker. Uh, this is going to stretch Stretch this. This isn't even list. <laughs> uh, the Knife. Uh, uh, I guess you could say Alec Empire, maybe. That's six. Um, Alec Empire is kind of cheating. And Air. Okay, that's seven. I got to seven. I named seven, seven 90s electronic bands. Okay. Um, I, know two, I know like two of them. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this is this was last me trying to like quiz you and more me like when you point a laser pointer at a wall and have a cat try to follow it. Yeah. <laughs> when you Yeah, when you when you tell a girl name three of their songs and they name eight. No, uh Are you calling yourself Oh my god, Spencer, are you calling yourself a girl? Yeah, no. My, That's so yeah. sweet. I didn't even have to. Yeah. No, but I wish Justin Bieber had a song where he called himself gay and a girl. So <laughs> that would have defused a lot of the tension, honestly. Yeah, that would be like, cool to be. It's like, the fucking, it's like the it's like the fucking rap battle from Amos. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm a fucking girl. Yeah, I am gay. Yeah, yeah, I'm molested by Usher. <laughs> I am part of a child sex trafficking ring. What about yeah, it? Yeah, your thirteen year old girlfriend does want to have sex with me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I uh <laughs> what yeah, are the funniest I, yeah I did marry my sister yeah my mom is a fucking crack me <laughs> I do remember god damn I just remember <laughs> I was in like a middle school locker room and this dude like just breathlessly told me like dude I know a guy who looked like Justin Bieber and like eight different girls wanted to suck his dick like that, and it was like at the time I was like just mad like a at handsome that. Kid. Yeah, <laughs> I was mad at that. In hindsight, I'm like, yeah. okay, that was just a lie. <laughs> that just didn't happen. But even if it wasn't a lie, it was so funny to like, as like a fucking dumbass teenager, come up to another kid. It's like, yo, do you see there was like a handsome kid who the girls wanted to like be with? And it's like, <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> fuck you. I no, I I I, I, I this album's less exciting to me now but i still really love it it's like it's probably like their coolest just soundscape that they've ever made like it's music that i can just throw on and it's like oh i'm just in a different in a different plane now and that's sick um i also think it's got some of their best songs like period like uh the national anthem that's contender for my favorite radiohead song generally um okay there is some stuff in the back half where it's like you guys weren't entirely familiar with what you were doing with these synthesizers yet, but you know what? I, li- I like this album a lot. I think I think it's uh, deserves its reputation. See, I, this is what I think. Kid A and Amnesiac are the two Radiohead albums that make me feel most like a fraud because they are just the ones I really have spent zero time with. I, I am familiar with a little bit of like the first half of Kid A. I've listened to Amnesiac through a couple times, but like I compared to where I'm at with like the rest of their work i really have so little grounding on this so i'm gonna take what you say as like as gold i'm gonna listen i like how to disappear completely i think that's a great song everything in its right place i like though i really do not have a fucking handle on on this one and it makes me feel bad no that's fine that's more than fair yeah i'm giving it solid eight out of ten though again i i really like this album i think it's i think it's quite quite good um, want to just jump to Amnesiac then? Or do you have a favorite track from this? Oh, I had to disappear completely. Cool, cool. Yeah. Amnesiac. Again, oh, sorry. Same thing. So if you have thoughts on Amnesiac, I will say, 
again, don't have a huge grounding on either. It does feel a little bit less cohesive than Kid A as a whole. Like, it's clear that Kid A was, like... People would say, like, Amnesiac is leftovers or whatever, and I don't think that's entirely true. I think it does stand as an album by itself, but I do think that, like, it, it does seem not as deliberate as Kid A, but other than that, I really have very little to, to add on the subject. Yeah, I mean, like, song for song, like... It might be better than Kid A, like, so, like just in terms I, of like the quality of the tracks. Yeah. It's sequenced and arranged kind of indifferently. Um, yeah. And it does feel like Kid A, like it's it's a perfect unit, like it's a perfect self-contained unit. And this one just feels like a collection of really, really, really good B-sides um, that just didn't really fit with Kid A. But I mean, some of the songs on this are just fantastic, like... Yeah. Uh, you and whose army like oh my god the fucking change up in the middle of that one that's like on yeah. the level of the it in creep that's so good yeah i really um, like knives out i think it's a great one knives out uh, uh pyramid song just because amazing yes oh sorry no say what you're gonna say about pyramid song pyramid song i like also just because like trying to count along to it gives me a headache <laughs> like yeah people hate hunting bears i kind of fuck with it i hunting really bears that one never really gave an impression on me. Let me run it that, back. No, it quick. doesn't. But again, I like the ones that are like kind of like people you know, just like, what the, what the fuck's up with this? I'm like, I don't know. And I think I like cool. it kind of because it is easy to listen to. Like it's not a, there's not a huge impression given by it. Yeah, no, I, okay. I can remember yeah. this now. This is like a really good, like near the end of the album, like, you know, yeah. transition song. I think it works yeah, very yeah, well. Yeah. No, I, I, don't I think it's like a, it's almost like a, like a, like an aperitif or whatever. Where it's like, you're not coming to the album for Hunting Bears, but like when you're listening to it, you're like, oh, this is like a little bit of fucking ginger in between sushi rolls. You know? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Overall, I don't really think there's like a weak song on the album. Maybe Polk Pole Revolving Doors, but even that has some really cool like textures on it. I think this is like overall really solid. I don't think it's qualitatively that much different than kid a i think that if there's any downfall it's just like again it came right after kid a and this is not a huge jump like okay yeah. computer to kid a massive fucking like huge 180 yeah it's stratospheric and then yeah this is just more kid a basically because they were writing this at the same time as kid a and i think you can see like a lot of the influences that like they were pulling on when they made kid a they're like well we're let's follow this fucking momentum or whatever Yes, but no. I think that I think this is good. Uh, what's your favorite song? Don't make me. <laughs> I really that do song? not. What's your favorite song? Uh, I guess if I'm having to pull it out, it's Knives Out. I don't. Okay. I really do not have enough of a fucking handle on this one to to pick that with any kind of like confidence. But I think yeah. I think if you were to ask me, like, fucking, you can listen to one song from this album. What's it going to be? I'd be like. Fucking knives out, yeah. Yeah, because I love the movie so much. Yeah, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think it's you and who's army. Maybe for uh, I might be wrong. Maybe I might be wrong for my. But okay. That's a mess of a sentence now. <laughs> no, it's I, I. It was comprehensible. Yeah, no, you and who's army, but I might be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a good album. I'm giving this like let's say seven point five, seven point five. Okay. Do you um, want to do? Hail to the Thief and then close. Yeah, Hail to the Thief, since I did not get a chance to re-listen to anything after yeah. that. Hail um, to the Thief, I think I think people t give it a lot of shit because they're like, it, it's the messiest of Radiohead's albums, which I don't think is true. But I do think that like you can tell that there is wildly varied quality between between tracks like some of them are stone cold classics some of them are like who gives a fuck and i think that the mark of quality is that people disagree on which those ones are and i but i i think that most people who listen to hail to the thief because i i just think there is it's not as cohesive it's not no. as fucking like the 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 connective tissue between all the songs on it are not as apparent as in a lot of their other albums um, yes. But I, I think that you ask a lot of Radiohead, song, Radiohead fans, they will say like, they will pick a couple songs of this album where they're like, yeah, these, this, these are my favorites. Like for me, it's definitely fucking, I could list off like five or six of like 
this album songs that are in my top fucking 10, 20 of all Radiohead. Like, There There is maybe Contender. It's between, like, There There, Bulletproof, uh, Weird Fishes, and uh, House of Cards is, like, my... And then maybe uh, Full Stop is, like, my favorite Radiohead songs of all time. Like, There There is, I think... Maybe not objectively the best song in this album, but I, I think you can make an argument for it, and I will at any possibility. But like, fucking Punch Up at a Wedding, amazing song. Makes my toast is so fun. It's like the energy. Honestly, the last four songs are like a, just fucking banger after banger. The last four songs are fantastic. That is yeah. like, that is the think, standout for me. I think Mixed Mitosis is the weakest of the four, but even that is so fun. It's like, and, and just, it's, it adds like a kind of energy that I think. The other ones, maybe, well, maybe not scared, but like, I, I think it is fast in a way that like all the other ones need as like a, a palette, maybe not like a palette cleanser, but like a, a change of energy to like power you through those four. Cause like yeah. Wolf of the Door is like, Wolf of the Door has like intention behind it, but it is, it's slow. It's kind of like, it's not super musical except for in the chorus, which is very musical. And that's why it's, you know, great because of that contrast. But I think like, yeah, I, I think Punch Up at a Wedding and Scatterbrain are both like definitely fun and definitely like not, you know, Radiohead, like, like, uh, fucking, you know, most ballady, most like not whiny, but you know what I mean? Like, like songs that are like, more melodic i guess but it's like but they they still do like go slower and they're they do not have that kind of like fucking raucous energy that is in my mix of my toes which is a super fucking rant but that is to say that i think if i will was not there like if they took that one out because it, it sucks it's a bad song but i think they're there through over the door would be potentially like the best run of any album that they ever made besides in rainbows um yeah so i do agree with you this album's extremely backloaded like those last four songs i was like i was not feeling it really and then they like got to those last four songs and it was like back into gear i radiohead themselves don't really like this album they said that they like rushed it out the door kind of which is funny since it came out like george bush yeah yeah i (laughs) know they needed to get it out before george bush was voted out in 2004 they needed to (laughs) before that was well, Bush needed to stay topical. Um, there is some were stuff. Like, they were like, well, "Fuck it, lads!" I bought a bumper sticker that said, "Bush is an idiot," but I mean, it's not—it's not the same thing, is it? <laughs> I mean, I, all the pictures says all rock equals oil, but I mean, I mean, we got to do something more than that, don't we, lads? <laughs> I got—I got this. Uh, I got this. No, the bumper sticker that says, "I ate security." I ate security. And we, we've got yeah. we've got to make a whole album after that. Uh, mate, do you th- do you think we can make a song out of Forty uh, uh, Gaffia? We said, uh, "Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, I'm a fucking idiot," or whatever you said. I'm a fucking idiot. I'm a fucking git. Yeah. Do you think we could call this album a uh, misunderestimating? Do you think we could call that album that? <laughs> All right. Mandatory British accent for the episode. Checked off. Check. All right. Um, no, Hail to the Thief also, that's a great, like, ad busters title for this. <laughs> like, when they, came, when they came up with that, they were, like, just, like, standing up and, like, running around in their seats or whatever. Tom, like, Tom, Tom, do you think we could call it Commander in Lies? <laughs> <laughs> could we call it Our Country Tis of Greed? Do you think we could call it that? <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, uh, there's like, we could call it the red house for blood. (laughs) No, wait, we should call it the blood house. Can we call it, Tom, can we call it the blood house? (laughs) Uh, Um, there's some stuff I like in the front half. Yeah. People, people love two plus two equals five. I really don't fucking care about it at all. I I had young blood is a fun one. Sail to the Moon is beautiful, but I mean, what, what what do you like in the first half? The one that always stood out to me in the first half, uh, this is because it's got this kind of like Krautrock influence that they'd lean into more for In Rainbows, Where I End and You Begin. It's got this okay. very like kind of like motoric steady beat and it's, I, I don't know, 
a lot of this album, I think why it doesn't work as well for me is that it feels like they're kind of stepping back a little bit. Like, you know, they got all this ambient and electronic textures and it's like, yeah. all right, we're just going to do like the bends again. Like we're going to do like our 90s stuff. We're going to go back to that a little bit more. Um, but yeah. where I end and you begin and like the last four tracks really do feel like, okay, they're like kind of synthesizing these two sounds and adding a couple new influences too. Yeah. I So here's something. What is your opinion on We Suck Young Blood? Because I know oh. a lot of people who that is like one of their least favorite Radiohead songs, but I, I want to know what your your thoughts on it are. Uh, honestly, didn't really make an impression one way or the other. Like I was like, okay. I, I heard it and I'm like, it's fine. It's like, it's, it's not a, it's not a huge, it, I wasn't immediately just like, oh man, fuck this or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I, I was like kind of, I, I was kind of indifferent about it. A lot of the stuff in the first half generally, I was just like, eh, yeah, like whatever. Okay. See, I, I wanted to know if you would have like a different take on it though, because I, I think it is very clearly like trying to in musical form riff on like old horror cinema and so i thought because i know you have like a heavy cinema background like that would be that might be like something where it's like you have a, a deeper opinion on it but if, if you're just like yeah, whatever i'm like that makes sense yeah yeah that is like now that i'm like playing it back now that you mentioned that i hear it more that yeah. is cool i think i like i think if i run this album back again i'll appreciate it more it is cool that they're trying to do um, like, you know, this very kind of like diminished sounding, like creepy song in the middle of this. We Suck Young Blood is a terrible title, though. I think it's solid. Like, I don't, because I think they're doing us a favor by making it so easy to change to We Suck Young Dick. Like, I think, <laughs> I, I that think is true. frankly, they can make it a lot harder for us to call them gay. And for that, I pre it shows a, a bevy of confidence in the project. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if Justin Bieber made it, it would be called We Suck Young it's called, Dick because I'm a girl. We Suck Dick and are fucking bad at making music. <laughs> yeah. And are gay. and they're gay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know. Um, Did you hear yeah. that uh, Justin Bieber, uh, his face got paralyzed? No. What? Did that? Yeah, it was a... Uh, yeah, no, literally, he got a he got palsy of being gay and and a girl. <laughs> no, he actually got like Bell's palsy. I think. <laughs> oh, there's a last holdout somewhere, just going like. Oh no, sorry, it's it's Ramsey Hunt syndrome. It's not a. Yeah. He got yeah. that more like gay girl syndrome. Just a just one, just an apartment full of like a bunch of like forty five year old guys that like saw that news and were just all high fiving each other. Yeah, he got man's knees cunt syndrome because he's a man on his knees for other men, and also he's a, he has a cunt because he's a woman. <laughs> Let's go! Woo! Yeah, I agree with you on two plus two equals five. Though I had a I had an ex who was it's a huge, just I, I just had an ex who was a huge huge fan bitch. of this album and oh, okay. would say like we would say like this is the like this is the track this is one of the best opening tracks of all time, and I'm like, oh really? Yeah, I don't. I don't hate it, but that line has always felt like way, especially considering how strong some of the other opening tracks are. Like Planet Telex is fucking great. Fucking, uh, oh God, what's what's the first off in Rainbows? But I know that is a fucking banger. 15 Step. Uh, is that the first one? I thought it was. Yeah. Yeah, 15 Step. No, for whatever reason, I was thinking it was fucking, uh, no, I don't know. I was thinking Jigsaw for a second, but Jigsaw is all the way at the fucking end. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, it, like, Radiohead has, like, a number of very, very strong starts. And the idea of, like, putting 2 plus 2 at plus, or equals 5 above all those, I'm like, you're, like, like, you're making a point about something, and I don't know what. Yeah, plus it's wrong. Yeah. Plus it's not even true. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> it's kind of irresponsible to, uh, to put that as one of your song titles, frankly. It'd be like if, like, you were like, oh, Justin Bieber started his album with a song that, like, said he was straight and a man. <laughs> it's like, well, uh, clearly, clearly this is like political. Yeah. I don't know. I, I You like it more than me. And I like respect the holdouts on this one. It is, it is an awkward middle child between, you know, yeah. Kid Amnesiac and then in Rainbows. And I, I can see the appeal. I'm still just kind of, and it, let's, I'm going to give see, it like six or 6.5. I will say as an album, probably like, 
6 or 6.5 also. But I think that there were a number of songs on it that are like an 8, 9 for yeah. me. And I think I think I that I respect that even as I don't think it particularly holds together as an album. But yeah. I, I think that like maybe it's just I don't see the album as like this inviolable like uh, unit of music. But the, the, the amount of people who like think that yeah, I don't know. It not coming together is like some fucking huge original sin on its part. I, I think is I think it's silly. No, I I, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. What what are you rating? Okay. It? What's your favorite track on it? Uh, favorite track is with a bullet there there, and uh, I rate it yeah like a six point five seven maybe. All right. Well. That was part one of our Radiohead adventures. Thank you all for yeah. listening. And we, we will, will talk about... If you guys about, like this, we'll come back to it. If you don't like it, we'll kill ourselves. Yeah. Um, if you're if you're indifferent, then we'll also Stop kill ourselves. Stop listening, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> if you're indifferent, then... If you're indifferent, then listening. like, I'm glad we... I'm glad this is like the same as like a background YouTube video for you or... Yeah, no, I'm glad this is like... Serves the same purpose as like a YouTube essay called like the hidden genius of... Uh, the hidden genius of Dark Souls 2 or whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, all right. It's just the same as a video called Joker, the true Machiavellian. <laughs> we should make that video. <laughs> so, I swear to God, 700 people already have. No, no, I love like the YouTube video titles that are just like Aristotle, the first genius, are like oh, crap to me. I follow such a funny guy. He, like all of his videos are like I, I the best one. Like my favorite he ever did was uh, the Last of Us Two is the last Jedi of video games. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But it's it's all shit. Like it's all like the secret mentality behind Homelander. Or like uh, Cousin Greg, Secret Mastermind. And it's, it, it always has secret in there somewhere. And then, and then the video is always just like analyzing themes with like just saying the, like two points he learned in Psych 101 700 times. And it's always just like, and then it's just like basic literary theory. And it's always like the, the secret, the secret underworld of succession. <laughs> <laughs> I so um cool. I love YouTube so much. <laughs> the the ones that kill me since I have a, a friend who's like a huge classical snob and then I'll like go on YouTube and it'll be like Gustav Mahler invented epic music and then I'll just send it to him. Yeah. It's like this is really opening my eyes. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you Alexander, all for listening. Alexander the Great, the first bass Chad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Catch you all next time. All right. Bye-bye babies.
I will check the board. Let me at least get back in. All right. I'll do. I'll count us down. I'll hit. I'll hit us with that, some of that implied zero shit. <laughs> Wait. Uh, shit. Are you gonna do? Are you actually gonna say zero, or what, what's the what's the situation with zero? I'm implying. Oh, it's gonna be implied. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Okay. You promise you're not gonna say it. I promise I'm not gonna say it. Okay. Well, because I really three. I'm just saying, I really don't. Not to not to be an asshole. I really don't want it to be like actually said. I kind of want to like leave something for the audience to like go off. So you're sure okay, it's gonna yeah. be implied? Hundred percent implied. Okay. okay. <clears throat> Three, two, one, zero. Gosh. Okay, that was on me. That wasn't on you. Piece of shit. <laughs>